Welcome to another episode of the Zay Play Podcast. Y'all already know the deal. This is theories, discussions, and opinions. Okay, not to be taken seriously or any offense. And if you don't like what I'm saying, then don't listen. All right, here we go. Hope y'all have had a good week. You know, it's been a pretty tame week, nothing too crazy. May has been uh, pretty calm so far, but there has got to be some bombs coming soon. So we will see what's up, and uh, let's, let's dive right into it. Let's, uh, let's open it up with sports. Looks like we got ourselves a playoffs. Lakers, they're looking crispy, yo. AD is stepping up. But you can never count out the Warriors. Because his name is Steph Curry. And he performs under pressure. So the ending of that series is going to be pretty good. Um, I think the Knicks are pretty much up out of here. They just can't play with the Heat. Just even watching the games, you can kind of tell. The Knicks need to be firing on all full cylinders to compete with uh, 80% heat. It's just, uh, might be a difference in coaching. I don't know, but actually both coaches are really good coaches, so you can't, I'm not going to go there. But yeah, the heat just seemed to have the push to get over the line. Boston and Philly. Boston doing what they need to do. Doing what they need to do. Um, that series is going to be close to not a hundred percent sure how that's going to go, but it will be interesting to see how it, uh, all boils down and I'm missing one other game. Who else is in We got the Lakers, the Warriors. Oh, good old Phoenix. Now there's another player that we're going to have to start respecting on a different level. And his name is Devin Booker. Devin Booker is not a joke. Mm-mm. That boy can shoot. He can hit him with the crispy lay. He can dribble. He can pass. And he's playing like a monster. So Denver, they better come up with something. Chess moves being made in this series. So, yeah, the NBA playoffs has uh, been looking pretty good. But if I was to say what's going to happen, I got Heat versus Boston. Heat in five. (laughs) Heat in five. No, no, no. Not Heat in five. Boston in five. Boston in five. Easy. Easy W. Especially after playing Philly. Easy W. And then... I think, hey, bear with me now. Bear with me now. I think the Warriors still got a chance to make it out. I don't think they're going to drop another game. That's how good I think Steph Curry is. Now, I may be wrong here. I'm, I'm going to go with the 80% shot. So I'm going to give it both ways, okay? Warriors win. They're likely, okay, I'll have to give it both ways in both scenarios. I'll give all the teams in the West because the West is so close. So let's say the Suns win and the Warriors win. I'm going to take the Warriors in six. Okay? 
Now let's say the Nuggets win. I'm going to take the Warriors in seven. Now, let's say it's Nuggets versus the Lakers. I'm going to take the Nuggets. I'm going to take the Nuggets in six. I think Joltik versus AD, we're going to see a, a difference in fundamental skill there. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with there. And then, finally, probably going to go with... Hmm, Suns, Lakers. I'm going to go with Suns and seven. That's going to be a tougher series for the Suns. Because AD, he got, I mean, he's better than, he, he's such a d- demanding and commanding presence when you, the, there is no other center to contest him. And we're seeing that right now in the Warriors series. So I think they're going to try to send Aiden to mess with the brow, but it's not going to work. That's what I think. So it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Definitely excited for the playoffs and uh, the conference finals. I think this this is when it's the most competitive now, though. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, let's jump right into TV. All right. So I've been watching Succession. Crazy episode uh, this last week. Um Couples therapy, running through it, got to season three. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm definitely gonna have a little talk about therapy on here today. And then I'm I'm gonna start the Citadel. Demon Slayer was fire episode. Um uh and I've started a million little things. So let me touch, let me just run through these real quick. A million little things. Let me just say this, you know, I watched the first episode and there are some bombs dropped. And if you know the bombs, I'll say this, right? If you are willing to do something like that for your own happiness, for your own hedonistic pleasures, then you're not someone's friend. Is just a brutal story, and it, and to me, I'm just disgusted at the the start and, and and where these characters are starting. They're terrible people right now. It's just oh, gross. Don't like it at all. Then you got couples therapy, and here's the thing with therapy that I'm watching. I I'm pretty therapeutic person myself. I like to think, run through my own ideas critically. Um, try to find different ways to think about things, orienting my own view and lens of myself and perspective of reality um, in different ways and, and exercising that. And it's pretty apparent to me that these things um, don't, it's hard to do these things with other people. I don't know if it's as we get older, we fall more into like simple tropes and live more in our heads. But to me, watching couples therapy, I can kind of see um, how difficult it is to get outside of your head. And also, sometimes to me, therapy kind of almost seems like a weapon. If one person is a lot better at 
expressing their feelings and getting their way understood, it can kind of seem to be like, oh, this person's already ready and I'm not. And it, it can be weaponized to some like times like change people, I think, too, because um, therapy, you're striving. I feel like in therapy, they're strive. She's specifically hers. She's striving to um, keep them together in an amicable way, but not love each other. Sometimes when you're amicable, you can begin to love each other again, but she's not necessarily fostering love. And I think if you're going to get married, like, and you have to go to counseling, I guess that's a sign that the other person loves you because they're willing to try to fix it. But love is love as a feeling is so intense and so I want to say it's easy to spot, but it's not. But it, it it's easy to feel like if someone loves you, it should be pretty easy to feel. It might come off as hate. At first, you might it might feel like hate, but someone who loves you, it should be pretty easy to tell. And I, I <coughs> like I look at these couples and I just don't see the love or feel the love in a lot of them. And so why they're at counseling is kind of weird. But um, there's a lot of different problems, a lot of different perspectives on relationships that I think are kind of basic. Um, but usually problems that can't be solved tend to have the easiest uh, solutions. So especially when it comes to people and then talking about therapy let's talk about shiv and tom succession first off let's clap it up an amazing season so far oh my goodness um last episode chef's kiss good chef's kiss um, Shiv versus Tom, man. So let me start off with Shiv. Shiv is ambitious. She's driven. She's smart. She's balanced. She understands things. She's savvy. But almost too much for her own good. Shiv, when she has power, abuses it. And you can see that with Tom because Tom willingly surrenders himself. Now, definitely, is Tom in a good position? Does he like his job? Does he like what he does? Yeah. Is he trying to move up? Yes. But was there ever a question if he loved Shiv? No. But was there the question of did she love him? Yes. I think Tom was justified. And I think Tom is right. How are you pregnant and you're not going to tell him? That does make you a bad mom. You weren't excited? Come on. I Shiv is a good character. I enjoy her character. And she, she has some points. Like, you, you were just trying to sneak me. Da, da, da. But she thought that from the start. She never thought or made room for Tom to love her. And that's why she's a crinkly. She's just out of pocket this episode, man. And it's why she's probably going to be alone. But she will probably run the company. So 
It's a win-win there. But, I mean, Tom has – he had a strong point, right? So it sounds like I'm getting fired. You're walking around with this other dude. I look like a cuck again. I'm in my own house. I'm tired of this. And he stands up for himself, and he, as he should, as any man should. But a lot of guys – if Tom Tom could have killed himself, and I would have seen why. Like, Sh- Shiv just thinks, oh, I'm doing whatever's good for me. Why can't you deal with it? Why can't you deal with it? And oftentimes, this is the opposite. Like, the guy's in the career situation, and the girl is like, no, but this, we need to do this and this and this, and this hurts my feelings. We need to do this. And the guy just doesn't listen because he's focused on his career. In this situation, Shiv's focused on her career, not really giving a fuck about how Tom feels and doing things that make him feel bad. And yeah, I'm not going to lie, like just mad cuck vibes from Tom. But hopefully we'll see what happens next episode. Um, He went to sleep. We'll see where it goes. There might be divorce papers. It might be a time skip. Who knows? But yeah, TV has been picking up. There's a show called The Citadel. I'm going to try to watch that, see how good that is. I'll let you guys know. And, uh, yeah, so let me know, you know, hopefully there's some more good dating shows. Still thinking about that. Are you the one podcast may get back to it may not, but yeah, that's, that's going to do it for TV. Music. We got a big music section today. We got to go over music that just came out. We got to go over rivalries we gotta go over freddie gibbs personalities we gotta go over beef little dark nba young boy so dig in we're getting to the music so starting off we got my main man conway who will also be a repeat artist of the week because we put in more music of Conway's on the playlist because that album, fire. Won't he do it? Got every joint on there you can listen to for show. Like it might not, not all of them are replayable, but every single one you can listen to. Great song making. He's not rapping as hard as um, a few of his other, you know, tracks, but he's speaking to you. Um, definitely good bars. My favorite song is probably either Brooklyn Chop House or Stab Out by Ransom. You know, that piano going crazy. You know, Derringer, not to mention, he's dropping a second half. It's a double album. So it's coming later. Not to mention, Benny the Butcher is coming. So, boom, that was lit. Amazing album. Um, definitely go support Conway. And then Bandman Lonnie dropped an album. Can't ban the band man. Mm-hmm. Can't ban the band man. No, no, no. Can't ban the band man. Um, Russ dropped a song called Fire. Pretty interesting. And then the baby dropped um an EP. And the baby's really falling off. He's not gonna be around much longer. Um it's just the truth. Not gonna be around pretty much. I mean, in the next two years, you're not going to be able to hear the baby song, really. Um, And then, you know, MGK dropped a freestyle. Talking about your boy, Jack. Now, if I'm going to take MGK versus Jack in a straight up rapper battle, 
taking MGK. But if we're going, uh, let's make a song or like we're doing a versus, I'm going Jack Harlow. And I also think none of these mofos understand something. There are people out there like R.A. the Rugged Man who still raps. Okay. There's a guy out in Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure his name is Mealy's or Meals or in. Yeah, something Mealy's. He's a beast, too. I've heard him. Um, And I really don't like the disrespect they're putting on my boy Russ. So really, if you want to look at white rappers right now that are at the top of the scene, you got Jack Harlow. You got Russ. You got MGK. Not a big field to compete against. But all of them can be dangerous in their own fashion. And so if I was to rank them as artists and rappers, so like all around, there's an overall ranking. I'm going Russ, Jack, MGK. Russ's following is a little bit more underground. That's why. But. When you have the, all the talent, all it takes is work. And Russ has the talent. So that's kind of where I stand on that. Also, just a little blurb. Her Doja Cat has been tricking all y'all. She's a weird artist. I don't really like her. And she says she has a rap album coming out. And I hope it's decent because the, pop, the, the female rappers that they push just don't be all that. It's just the truth. When you got people like Seven the Genius, Shea Noir, Pretty Savage, like all these other people, Milo Bucks, like get the real rappers out there, bro. Stop it with these pretty girls. Ain't nobody want to hear that. And then um, Dirk versus NBA Youngboy. I mean, not much to say there. They don't like each other. Both of them are street. But let me tell you something. You know Dirk has an album with Lil Baby? You know Dirk is from the Rack. He's from Chicago. Now, Dirk don't be out doing no dummy stuff. He stay on lock. NBA young boy has a dent in his head. Okay? Lil Dirk he makes okay i'm not a huge fan of lil dirk's music um as he does a lot of like his rapping style just isn't really more my curb you know what i'm saying i didn't develop a taste like that but i will acknowledge he does have some crazy good verses and he is stamped him and lil baby run the game right now He's a little bit on the back end, but he's chilling. Everybody puts respect on Dirk's name. Now, NBA young boy, as far as I heard, you a crazy little wild dude who got too many baby mamas who keeps getting into trouble. Stay away from Lil Dirk. He has older people looking out for him. He's got a family to support. He ain't playing with y'all. It's just not happening. So... My opinion on that matter is leave Lil Durk alone. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Leave him alone. 
But yeah, lots and lots and lots happened in music. There was some Usher, Chris stuff that I'm not too interested in. But um, it was a uh, it was quite the week for music. I enjoyed it. Um, we got another probably good week coming up. I'm not gonna lie, Lil Durk and NBA YoungBoy are dropping their albums, and we might get a Soldier Boy album, and we might get the second half of Conway's because it's heating up. It's the summer, so we're gonna start getting a lot of these summer records. Gonna be making one of people want to dance, people want to groove, you know. So we gonna see, we gonna see how it turns out. But yeah, long music section today. Um, music of the week. Gonna check out Conway's album. I'm gonna add some songs to the playlist. You know what I mean? We're gonna see how it goes. Um, might be making a new playlist that's a little less. Um, how do you say? Like it's the one we have right now is a little stacked. You know, with just music, it just kind of looks like a list. You want a playlist to kind of flow and ebb and go up and down. And so that takes time and focus. So I might curate that. But hopefully you guys have enjoyed. I know there's no subscribers on the playlist yet, but we'll get there. We're going to get there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, not not a lot of followers right now. But I know, you know, if I do ever blow up, people are going to go back and listen to these. So... Want to try to do them right. Want to try to keep it cool. So still making mistakes, but we're getting there. But yeah, that's that's going to do it for music. And yeah, we'll, we'll see what else we got on the menu today. All right. Well, the topic I wanted to hit today was being cold. Being cold. I'm going to kind of use this term in a couple of ways so um think about when you have to endure something and you don't get much choice of whether you can endure it or not you just have to go through it sometimes you adopt this attitude um which i refer to as being cold where you just don't let anything bother you and you power through and kind of uh tough it's it's something that um, you see a lot of street people do people from the street. They're very tough. Like if you're at a party and you just see, they're not talking, it's very tough. It's kind of like gangsterish coldness. Now, some people let that exude from them and you see it on the outside, kind of in this, um, attitude manifestation. They're kind of short tempered, quick to the point, um, very direct. They don't mess around. That's one way to be cold. And it's the most typical way, you know, that's how you get generally get a good amount of respect that way. And um, it, it's kind of just like the physical aligns with the mental. But there are very different types, different types of ways of being cold. OK, you have the people who they just don't take bullshit at all. They're in your face. They um, they're very upfront about their coldness. And then there are people who are cold in a much ra- more roundabout way. And this is the kind of coldness and toughness that women tend to exhibit, I think, a little bit more. Is the ability to take pain and continue to make the right move, to be calculated, to... To be able to fight against their feelings for the fact that they know this is the most logical decision. 
And they do this mostly in social situations. So, like, for example, this is a small version. Not texting a guy that you like right away after he texts you because you know, even though you're going to enjoy texting him right then, that this is um, a better way to get him to like you. Another version of being cold. Let's say a guy cheats on you. Girls are cold enough to act normal. The ability to suppress pain and not show it is kind of the essence of being cold. And so as a guy, we need to I feel like a lot of guys don't have that ability to kind of compartmentalize certain um, emotions and not let it leak out of their actions when extremely disturbed. That's the key. On a normal basis, guys do this all the time. And some guys have been conditioned to always be cold, but you need to be able to flip the switch. Um, An example of this, right? Let's say you're out with your lady and there's a guy flirting with her. Now, you could some people might think being cold is going up and cutting that off right away and not having no problems about it. You know what I'm saying? Just deading it right there. Being like, hey, nah, I don't like this. I'm going to go deal with it. Some other people would say being cold is letting it just chilling, letting it happen. Then having the mental wherewithal to go make your move and slide them out the way. You know what I mean? It It's having confidence in not the present sometimes. And the, what's important here is, right, so you could kind of also relate it to a king versus a, and his soldiers. A king has to be cold in a different way than his soldiers. Your soldiers got to be ready to die. They got to be straight cold, like tough. I'm with it. A king has to be ready to sacrifice his own people. Do you see how there's there's a difference here, there a little bit? One is taking into account your life, your situation and what you're doing. The other is dealing with a lot more pieces, but both require the same ability. You know what I mean? So I definitely um, have been thinking about it because right now I'm in a situation where I need to be cold and not show it. I need to be steadfast, disciplined and undisturbed. And I can't really present that. In a way, you know what I mean? I got to kind of stay jovial, stay up, but that's not really how I feel. You know what I mean? You, you got to being cold is being able to perform in a normal state in an unregular mood. That's kind of, you know, I'm trying to tap around the essence of it, but it's this state that I see a lot of guys in where they just got to tough everything out. You just got to tough it. And guys tend to get this way when some guys are like this, you know, arrogantly and naturally. But I feel like guys tend to get this way when they're in a really bad position. Um, when life's not in the most mood, like they just get tough. Girls, I feel like, become cold sometimes from tough situations, but often from being spoiled. And I'll say this in a way that, like, 
girls' ability to change what they care about and not care about is much more profound than guys. And so when girls don't care about something, it's as if it doesn't exist. Their their ability to um, craft and live in their own, their, uh, their own perspectives and to like their ability to interpret reality um, through certain lenses is just better than guys, in my opinion. And often um, it's an advantage you can use in today's society when it, the main way to go is, is socially. It's hard to present yourself as cold socially, but also interesting. So it's just kind of a conundrum I've been thinking about and wondering how um, guys deal with this like a uh, frigidness. So, and if it's even a good thing, you know what I mean? Um, also, there might be something here that's like a, like a separation, right? The bad parts of it might be something else compared to the good parts of it. I need to come up with like a better name other than being cold slash tough. But that's kind of what I, I noticed, you know, this week and been paying a lot of attention to. You you really want to have both kind of people around you. You need long-term thinkers who are precise, calculated, and cold. And then you need immediate actors who will defend and fight, you know. So, yeah. Hope you guys, you know, enjoyed that. Think about it, you know. Um, try to see examples where you've had to be tough. Like, if you've ever had to confront a fear, sometimes that's what you got to do. So, yeah, that's probably going to do it for some of the things I notice. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, just been a just 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 a weird thought there. Um, different the different ways to be cold slash some people would say strong, but um, definitely probably going to come back to that one in the future. All right, a little blurb I wanted to talk about that definitely popped into my mind and something I probably haven't been taking into account of because maybe this um, thing is a summation of two more basic things, two or more basic things. But the word slash thing I'm talking about is integrity. Now, it's not a word that's very poppy right now or is really a buzzword. But what is integrity? What does it get you? How do you use it? Uh, why is it important? When when is it applied? You know what I mean? These sort of questions. So who let's let's do the who, what, where, when and why. That's always a good way to break it down. Right. So who has integrity or who is integritous? People with integrity are. People who stick to their word, right? To a sense. They say what they're going to do and they do what they're going to say. Um, that, that guy right there, he has integrity. So it's kind of like you say you're going to do something. Let's say someone, let's say you say you're going to hold this man's bike while he runs in the store. You hold the bike. He comes out the store. You give it back to him. That would be integrity, right? Not having integrity would be like, hey, I'll hold your bike. Um, you hold it and then you steal it. You know, 
you didn't you didn't stick to your words you didn't do you didn't follow up on what you were going to do and i always thought um integrity was acting um how you would as if uh acting the same congr- acting congruently with if people were watching you or not watching you right i think one way to be integral or integritous is to um not say other people's names right um if you only use your name and you don't say other people's names in your in your mouth or talk about other people then what you say to them is how you are you know what i mean integrity um kind of correlates with loyalty right someone who has integrity is going to stick by uh, like um someone who has integrity is going to be loyal to their morals essentially right but here's the thing you can have integrity but have messed up morals right so you could have the like let's say one of your principles or morals is do not lie so in any situation you just don't lie that's your integrity but let's say your integrity is i shoot people who kill my friends you know what i mean integrity would be following up on that right or let's say um there's a stack of cash right it's not your cash um but your moral view is if i see cash i'm gonna hold it until i see if i see cash i'm gonna watch it until someone comes doesn't matter who or where if you stay and watch it you're still being you still have integrity integrity (coughs) some people so like there's kind of also two views on it right integrity can be purely your evaluation of your actions by your peers so some people have this the idea that integrity can never be a term given to yourself which kind of makes sense right because it, it essentially it always involves a separate actor um because integrity, a lot of people think integrity is doing the right thing no matter what. But I think integrity is more or less sticking to your morals and not compromising them no matter what. And it's weird because it kind of goes back to like being cold, right? A king it has to be colder in some ways than a soldier. And in my opinion, like integrity comes at a cost, right? It's also kind of tied to pride to, to deceive someone, to get an advantage over someone. Um, I've also heard this quote that war is the battle of deception. Um, when you're leading, you lose a part of being able to be uh, integr in, to have integrity in the sense that you can't, <laughs> you can't always be forthcoming to put yourself in a better position. And so, uh, you know, also like, can you have integrity, but also be humble? It's kind of like a weird kind of correlation there, because if you're humble and you believe that you could be wrong or, um, you're just, you don't really want to brag then it it leads you to more of the effect of maybe you would do something else.
I feel like when you believe in something and you stand strong in it and it's unmoving, uh, it breeds this sort of stubbornness slash pride within within people. But I'm definitely going to come back to this. I think it's an interesting topic. I also think it's interesting to to ask who to ask people, do you think I have integrity? Do you know what I mean? Because integrity kind of also is is like this counter to shame in a way. It sits in this weird space or of like pride slash shame. You wanna you wanna have integrity, but you don't wanna have pride. Do you see what I'm saying? In in in, in a sort of way there. So just kind of a thought I was thinking, just something I had in my mind. So yeah, just had to get that one out, lay it out, and kind of flush it out. Definitely gonna come back to it. Because it's an interesting kind of combination of things. I, I need to really define it. So, yeah, you'll definitely be hearing more about that. Bing, bang, bow. That's going to do it for the podcast this week. Um, pretty, not. I would say it was a decent week. Not super slow, not super fast. I think this summer is going to heat up, though. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, it was good, good to talk to the team. Gave you all some plays. You know what I'm saying? Let's see how it goes. Um, But, yeah, I hope everybody has a good week. Keeping it real out there. Staying on your toes. You know, uh, time for renewal. Time time to bloom. It's summer. So let's go out there, get it, stay up, and uh, be easy, team. It's Isaiah signing out.